the COVID pandemic. You know, I hate to talk about it. It's kind of not in style, is it? But we're, we're going to do it because people are getting it willy-nilly everywhere. People I didn't even expect. People who didn't expect to get it themselves. And we're wondering this announcement today about the fourth doses. Here is Health Minister Christine Elliott when she spoke yesterday with uh, the panic word trying to calm everybody down. That's something that we anticipated with the opening up of Ontario to get us back to uh, our economic strengths and also because of the transmissibility of the BA2 variant. However, with the um, highly increased numbers of people having been vaccinated with the antiviral medications coming on into a greater supply across the province and knowing that we have the capability in our hospitals to manage this, this is something that we are sure that we're going to be able to get through. There is no cause for panic. Okay, well, I'm not panicking. You know, they use the words to to make you go, okay, okay, I'm not going to panic. And I, I said this yesterday, I think I'm going to say it again. Here's my pushback here. Because just because you're concerned does not mean you're panicking. You look at those graphs going up, okay, you tell us what you know. And we're all happy. Look, nobody wants to be shut down. But we do have a lot of questions. Here's Premier Doug Ford also on the defense saying, you know, we're okay. We're okay, everybody. We do have the capacity uh, within our hospitals and in ICU. We've seen the ICU actually stabilize. 160 uh, people are in ICU, and what I understand, they've been there for a, a little while. Keep in mind, we can ramp up to over 3,000 beds. We've increased acute care by 3,100. We have the antiviral uh, pills as well, and I am very, very confident uh, as, as we see the uptick a little bit that we knew that was coming, and Dr. Moore mentioned it, and I've mentioned it publicly. We, we can handle this. We have the resources. We have the skill set, and uh, we'll, we'll get through it. Okay, we will get through it. But some people feel like they're getting through on their own. You know, as the Premier talked about beds there, that's a number. It sounds great. Who's taking care of them? We know there is a shortage. We've got a lot to cover here. And then the announcement that as of tomorrow, that if you're over the age of 60 in the province of Ontario, other ages will follow, that you can get this fourth dose. What do we need? Joining us, Dr. Lisa Salomon Switzman, ER and family physician. Doctor, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Arlene. All right. Were you expecting this, uh, the uh, the fourth doses, to be announced so quickly here? No, it actually really surprised me. I mean, I knew the FDA approved it in the U.S., but we have not a great uptake of third doses in Ontario. And so personally, I think the efforts need to be made um, on increasing that prior to fourth doses for, you know, everybody over 60. I mean, yes. There are for sure populations that we need to be vaccinating with four doses, particularly over people over 80. Um, but I'm not sure if uh, rushing to do the 60 to 80 year olds um, who are healthy right now. I mean, maybe some again, some with uh, medical comorbidities is appropriate. I think we need to focus on getting third doses into people. And once again, we're not going to fourth dose our way out of this. And I think that that's what you know I, I've been saying because by the time it opens up. The people by the time they get their appointments, um, we're already in this wave. It takes two weeks to get immunity for the vaccine that they're going to get, and so the province seems to think, Doug Ford seems to think, we're going to fourth dose away of this. And I can tell you, they opened up third doses for people too late. We were already in the Omicron wave, and mm-hmm. and we didn't uh, we didn't third dose our way out of that, and we're surely not going to fourth dose our way out of this one. 
There we go. Let's just put that aside for a minute because I do want to go back to it because you raised a really good concept and it keeps coming up over and over. But let's talk about the other things that we can do. Masking, you know, and I will admit, because I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room. It's, It's strange even talking about it because there's a perception out there. If you talk about you have any concerns about COVID, don't you find that there are those who say, oh, come on, really? We all know we got to move forward. So the, the, the mental pers- perception out in the public is divided now. Oh, 100%. I see this in my day-to-day life uh, outside of my work. And I have to say, I find it really upsetting and frustrating. You know, for two years, Everybody in my social and extended circles uh, acquaintances came to me as the quote-unquote expert, right? What should I do? How, what do I do if I have symptoms? Where can I go? Where can I go tested? How do I isolate? Um, I'm concerned about my family member, X, Y, and Z. And then vaccines, of course. Elisa, can you help me with my first dose, my second dose, my third dose, my family member, my children, my this, my that, everyone for two years. They came to me, and now all of a sudden I, I, I plead with people can you please ha- wear a mask? Can you please have your kids wear masks yeah. at school? And, and, and they just sit there and listen. Oh, it's not that bad. It's just a cold. And they don't understand so many implications and unintended consequences and the trickle effect that that may have. I just want to ask you, too, something else. I'm covering this every day, you know, and take, just into it. Did this change with the protests in Ottawa? Is this the residue of Ottawa? Yeah, I, I really think so. And I think the removal of the mask mandates were shocking. I, I think that the, um, you know, removing the vaccine passwords, I mean, that's what it seemed to be. The, the protests in Ottawa were about vaccines. And so I find it very ironic that they removed the mask mandates, which really people weren't complaining about. And now all of a sudden they're bringing back vaccines. So it's it just, it, it perplexes my mind. It, I find it very ironic. And I, I do think that no one expected this many people to throw the mask to the wind. I, I, I really do think that they expected that, yes, maybe there'd be a little bit of people who wouldn't wear masks, but I don't think that they expected this widespread, like, dropping of masks. No, I mean, we were like baby birds in the nest and people were helping us with the COVID. We got your back. All the politicians says, we got you, we got you, we got you. And then poof, we've landed on the ground with a thud and it's every person for themselves. Um, let me ask you something that you just mentioned, too, what what the vaccines are doing. We don't have even the first booster so if this is an announcement that looks like it's a step forward. It is. But for a small amount of people who are over that age group or on that age group and those who are already boosted here. So we get a little, I do I say, skeptical. We, we ask, um, I, let me put it this way, furrowed brows here. Well, let me also just point out something. So the booster is for people who got their third dose five months ago. So if I'm doing the math correctly, that means people who got it in November. Mm-hmm. And very few people, I mean, I know I got mine in November as a healthcare worker. So that was probably the earliest. So people who were 60 and 70, a lot of those people, if you recall, couldn't get appointments until well into December. It was very difficult. If you remember, uh, sort of before the holiday period, all of a sudden they announced 18 plus. So it became very difficult for a lot of people in the 60 to 80 group to even book their appointments. And that's a lot of people got their boosters in December or January even. So they're not even eligible for their fourth dose because not enough time has passed. So you're right. 
It's, I think, a very small number of people that are going to be eligible, uh, primarily the 80 plus, which I actually do think is really important. And the 80 plus do have the the vast majority do have a third dose. So, you know, they're, they're doing well. We still need more. Um, but that is a very priority population that we should get to fourth doses to. But under that, I think most people aren't even eligible at this point. There we go. You know, it looks good on paper and it means something in the reality. Dr. Lisa Salomon, Switzman, ER and family physician. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for having me.